Broadcasting live from the Georgia World Congress Center. For FinTech South 2022, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by Atlanta Blockchain Center. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, back at FinTech South 2022. I'm so excited to be talking to an old friend, Amin Sedradin with Intellect. Welcome. Hey, what's up, man? Long time no talk. I know. So um, what brings you to FinTech South? Uh, so we are a finalist for the Innovation Showcase. Oh, um, congrats. So thank you so much. So uh, we pitched yesterday to investors, and uh, today we'll be pitching, I think, during the keynote hour. So pretty excited and um, gotten a lot of great support from the TAC folks and all the folks at FinTech South. So tell us about Intellect, how you serving folks. What's sure. Your, what's the product service? Yep. So uh, we're a platform, uh, SaaS platform, and what we do is we help fintechs onboard their customers. Um, it's a self-onboarding tool, uh, and basically what we do is we offer uh, compliance around the onboarding process, and we offer the data to be clean during that process from their customers so that they can efficiently onboard them. Uh, and then they can also leverage the data to run, you know, cross-sell, upsell as well. So basically what we do is at the inception point of how a fintech onboards their customer, um, we basically enrich the data that they are processing so that they can be more intuitive with it. So in, hence the intellect. <laughs> now, uh, what was the genesis of the idea? How did it come about? So um, I joined this company um, as co-founder and chief revenue officer about two years ago. Um, the, the origin of the company was a managed services firm. And we did a lot of data evolution uh, projects for financial institutions, uh, banks, neobanks, crypto. And we saw a high resonance that um, all fintechs have an issue or have some gaps or pain points around the onboarding process. So we basically came in and we were doing a lot of data aggregation work and found that, you know, through the tools and technologies that we've built, that we can, you know, transform this into a platform that could be a self-serve tool. So... And then what are some of the symptoms that, um, you know, your potential clients are having where intellects the solution? Like, what are clues that they might have a problem that they may not even realize? Sure. Um, you know, folks in the fintech space are, you know, it, it's, it's, it's highly competitive now. Um, it's very digital in nature. And if you look at some of the, the bigger banks or bigger institutions, they're trying to serve a very digital audience. Millennials, Gen Zs, uh, no one wants to go to a brick and mortar. But some of the items that need to be digested by a fintech is sometimes very brick and mortar related, right? Submitting a, uh, an ID, right? It has right. to be on point, right? It has to be scanned properly. You know, my name, I mean, so through then as long as it is, but I, I sometimes shorten and just do a mean S. <laughs> and depending on how that institution is collecting my profile information, whether it's, you know, connecting to a Facebook account or whether it's attaching to my email, there's a lot of data points that need to be aggregated and make sure that when you build the persona of an Amin or a Lee, you know, that you do it at the most accurate level so that when you verify them to transact on your platform, that you're doing it with, with accuracy so that you know that, hey, I know that if I give Lee a credit card uh, in my platform or if I let him transact on my platform, that I know that he's not going to commit fraud. So, And then it's also, there's opportunity because if you're using different you know, like a mean, a mean S, whatever the, whatever a mean means, right? Exactly. Then they want to make sure that it, there's a right offer at the right time for you that's relevant to you rather than just not you. Yeah, I think the, you know, one of the pain points that we saw and, you know, we, we did a lot of customer discovery through uh, fintech CXOs in the market and a lot of them, you know, always look at 
the data that they collect from their customer as like an after effect that they want to then leverage that data afterwards to then do the cross sell and upsell. But, you know, the origination of, of when the customer submits their data is when you should tackle it and clean it and prep it so that whenever you put it into your lead management system or your um, CRM system or you want to do continuous monitoring on the individual, it all boils down to clean data. Um, mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we provide is that, you know, we do a lot of shit cleaning on the front end and then provide a lot of intuitiveness on the back end so that um, when a fintech wants to onboard a customer, they have a lot of confidence in who they're onboarding because compliance is also an issue. I think in yesterday, the three tracks that I attended, including the main stage, uh, compliance was touched on and that, you know, they're on each one of them, on each one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that they were trying to figure out is how do we instill more accurate compliance because uh, compliance, you know, kind of presents two issues for the for the fintech is one is that they'll get penalized right for not doing it properly right and then you lose a customer too so now you're like double negative revenue right Right. and it it, it's table stakes now correct and then for you do you have any examples of when you are that clean at the beginning uh that the results are worth the effort to do that absolutely um you know i think a lot of companies now are using identity identity verification tools and to make make sure that they you know have fewer false positives right and you know an identity verification tool is only as strong as what you put into it um so kind of as mentioned you know all of the i think we have six active active customers right now and each of them you know we basically reduce the cycle time for onboarding. So if you look at one of our customers, um, a crypto exchange, they were they had a backlog of about 35 days to onboard a customer. Really? So 35. this is 35 <laughs> days. Yeah. And, and it's because there's, you know, um, crypto is a very wild, wild west, uh, sure. you know, industry. Uh, there's different wallets that are available, different wallets that need to be identified and uh, connected to a persona. So that presents a lot of problem in being able to really do a, a workflow that, you know, will give the company confidence in how they are servicing that individual coming on to their crypto exchange. So, you know, all the verification needs and cleaning the data up front makes it easier for them to then have a better customer experience plan around that because you want to activate them and then serve them with who they are and how you can potentially, you know, engage them in other opportunities that that fintech could have, right? So if the crypto exchange says that, hey, you know, you are, you're, you're available for maybe a crypto line of credit, that boils down to you knowing who that person is and what he's transacting with. So um, one is that, you know, reducing the cycle time has kind of been our key, I would say, secret sauce and slash like value prop is that, you know, we can reduce the cycle time and being able to onboard your customer and we're more accurate with it because we're cleaning the data and we're giving clean data to verification tools. So so in that case, it went from 35 days to what? Four days. Wow. So that's dramatic. It's dramatic. Yeah. And, you know, Creating those workflows has been uh, a key piece of what we do is, you know, um, when data gets digested. Do they believe you when you tell them that? Because that seems like. Uh, well, we really don't. We, we just show them. I mean, we run a POC. You know, we take a <laughs> right. set. We say take a set of customers and we, you know, show them. Here's what here's how you're ingesting your data about the individual. And here's a better way to do it through our technology that will give you more insights and because you're cleaning the data up front, you're now able to enrich that for your cross and upsell because now you actually have a holistic individual versus you trying to go back to say, okay, can we pull this? Can we pull lead from CRM? Can we pull him from our credit card system right. and see like, what is he doing now? 
but when you clean the data up front, uh, it makes it, uh, it empowers the fintech by a lot because now the C-suite has a good viewpoint of where they are and if there are gaps. So let's say there's a, I'm going to just focus on crypto. Let's say there's a certain coin or token that is either being spent or, you know, being transacted on more, or there's one that's more volatile. Now, as a, as a company, you have a good know of who that customer base is that's transacting on that sort of crypto and how you can better service them because right. now you're just aware. Now, uh, for you at Fintech South, I know you're in this um, innovation challenge. Right. So now uh, you have that going for you, but you're also getting, it sounds like, a lot out of the education that's happening of here. Of course. Yeah. Um, that's been phenomenal. I think Fintech South and TAG did a really great job. Um, with getting industry experts to break down. I think I learned a lot about ethics today. That was one of the things that I think was touched on a lot, like how do you, in fintech ethics or, you know, ethics law, and how do you um, make sure that there's no racial discrimination with data and how do you assess someone getting a loan? Uh, that was the most insightful for me. I know there's going to be some gaming conversation, NFT conversation today, so I'm looking forward to those as well. And uh, if somebody wants to learn more about Intellect, what's the website? Intellect.ai. And then the ideal customer for you is who? Uh, Bass, Neobank, Lender, Lentech. And then at the at the leadership level, that's who you want to have more conversations with. Yep, yep. We were fortunate that we got we we were able to connect with Johnson Cook um, at Greenlight. Um, so uh, it's definitely connection making. You know what's so awesome about, about this stuff being in person is that all the folks that I reached out to on LinkedIn, right? Yeah, they're here. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, Dave, open your LinkedIn messages box, man. Uh, yeah, you remember me reaching out? So I think it's you know having in person events is always you know you get to feel energy, transfer energy, and sure. I think that holds a lot of value for business. But you know, for for me, it's always you know building relationships. So that you know these in person events like this are always just so effective. Well, congratulations on all the success. Thanks, Lee. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll be back in a few at FinTech South 2022. This episode has been brought to you by Atlanta Blockchain Center, the catalyst for Atlanta's emergence as the premier blockchain innovation hub globally through cultivating entrepreneurship, inclusivity, and education. To learn more, go to atlblockchaincenter.com.